Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. And welcome to Overnight America. Welcome in. Sunday night. So much for... A heads up, we are here live up until 2 o'clock, and I'm glad to be with you after that Kansas City win. So it's very nice to follow up on something like that. Was out on Thursday, from what I understand. Brad Young made fun of me on Thursday <laughs> for doing for doing the McRib video. Tell me, tell me for a moment, why would anyone make fun of someone thoroughly enjoying a McRib? I just don't know. In fact, um, what I would like to do is let you know if you wanted to see that video, I would like for you to uh, go on to my Twitter account, at Ryan Recker. And I think I put a link to it also at Ryan Recker Radio. And you can see that on Facebook. But I finally went through and I thought, okay, I'm going to do a quick taste test of this McRib that everyone's been ranting and raving about. Or at least on social media, everyone loves the idea of the McRib being back. It's been many years since I've had a McRib, several years to say the least. And guess what happened? I loved it. Where did that come from? I was waiting for this thing to come back just to say, oh, it's not as good as I remembered. Oh, it was a lit down. Oh, it's like just another one of those little gimmicky things they're playing on your memories. But no, it was actually really good. So I posted that video online and apparently Brad Young made fun of me. It sees a text message. Let's see. It says, I can't do Twitter. I got banned for having different opinions than them. Anyway, McRibs are good. Oh, thanks. You got banned for, you know, you wouldn't believe some of the comments that were coming through when I was doing this video. I don't know how many people have seen it. Probably about a thousand people have watched this video. It's not a, a ton of people, but it's a good amount of people. And what some of the comments were coming in, some people liked the McRib, some didn't. Some people went crazy for it. Uh, here, let me hit the button here and I can tell you how many people actually view this. Okay, I take that back. About 5,000. <laughs> okay, a lot of people have seen this video. And I'm dressed like you would normally see someone that has worked a construction site and was also very much not, you know, it's, it's in line with what you'd expect. But I went to grocery shopping after, so I don't really dress up for grocery shopping, nor do I dress up for much of anything anymore. And it was very good. So believe it or not, McDonald's actually reached out to me. And I don't know what we're going to do, but eh, we might do something fun. 
it's just uh, I can't really say anything right now because I really don't know. <laughs> but that was cool. So I'm going to just give you a quick update. I'm going to be doing the next couple of weeks live here. And then after that, I'm off for the rest of my vacation time. I still have a lot to do. Oh, someone texted in, did Brad Young play Friday? I really don't know if he played Friday. I hope he did. I think that Brad Young might be one of the only fill-in hosts that will actually play Friday. I don't think Hancock and Kelly will do that. Uh, they just don't do that. It says, yeah, Mr. Sweatpants. No, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily Mr. Sweatpants. Like today, I'm not actually wearing sweatpants. I'm wearing something that I don't even know what you'd call this sort of material, but. It works out pretty well. But let me just give you the phone numbers. If you want to call in or text in 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. So a few things I wanted to get to, a couple of COVID things we're going to talk this hour about. Something funny happened on Wheel of Fortune we'll cover. (laughs) And I saw some things online on Nordstrom Rack. I don't understand this. Is this a joke? Um, No, they're selling these things online. And I just don't understand it, tell you the truth. Now, you make fun of me in sweatpants, but at least I'm not one of those people that would spend almost $300 on a T-shirt with holes cut out in on the pecs. Okay, let's just assume they're a men's shirt. So I really don't know. I posted a photo of this on Facebook at Ryan Recker Radio. You can see, but we'll talk about that later. Also, some tech stuff we'll do in the next hour. Twitter weighing in on President Trump, perhaps getting banned after he's leaving office. Ugh, bad idea. Then at a regular time, 1230 our time is 1030 Pacific time, where our friends that host the Late Shift work out of in Vancouver. And Shane Hewitt's going to join us tonight. He wants to talk about Rudy Giuliani and COVID. He wants to talk about life getting back to normal in the United States. I want to talk about the Vancouver Canucks cutting ties with their anthem singer and uh, Christmas music and radio stations. I didn't know if that was just like an American phenomenon where radio stations like our sister station, KEZK, will flip to all Christmas music after a certain time. So I wanted to ask him what the what the procedure is there. And later in the show, too, I wanted to play some audio of an interview between Russell Brand and Matthew McConaughey. Illiberal far left. What an interesting conversation between those two. You know, Matthew McConaughey is certainly an A-list celebrity. Russell Brand, I wouldn't put him. He's probably a B, uh, maybe, I guess. But he's pretty well known in that sense. But what he and them talked about was actually fantastic. So I wanted to play some of that back for you. All right, so let's do this. We wanted to talk about COVID. And I saw this one story at KMOX.com. And the story is, you know what? Hey, if you want COVID, there's a couple, if you want to, uh, excuse me, get the vaccine to bridge yourself of COVID, there's two things that you need to do. One, carry a card around. And two, verify that you're able to get this vaccine before you get stimulus money. Now, two ideas that have been floated around. Let's just do one at a time. This one at KMOX.com. Everyone who gets a COVID vaccine will be issued a vaccination card, health officials say. How do you like the idea of holding this bad boy around, you know? Holding the vaccination card in your pocket at any time. And then again, what would they use that vaccination card for? You would think like for children... You take it to your doctor and they check off all the different vaccines. And here's the land here. You know, at this age, you get this. And at this age, you do this and that. And then normally you'd show it to the school if they require it, things like that. And that that's interesting. But what would be the uh, purpose of an adult? Like, let's say a grown adult 
having one of these cards. So Americans who receive a COVID-19 vaccine will be getting a vaccination card to keep as evidence of their shots. Department of Defense showed off the card, which tracks the date and serial number of each vaccine shot, along with where it was administered and when the next shot is due. They say it's the simplest way to keep track of the vaccinations. Let me. This is what it reminds me of. Doesn't it remind you of when you go to the dentist? And they give you a little card that said, okay, here you go. Here's when the next day you're coming in because they always schedule these things like six months out. But what's the thing that you do? You know, if you're under the age of 70, you probably put a reminder into your cell phone. If you're under the age of 60, I'll say, I don't know, maybe I'm giving a couple of years credit here. But for the most part, you digitally hold on to these things and you set the reminder and that's how you do it. And then again, how many times do these dates change? You ever found yourself in a situation where it changed? Well, probably every single person listening right now, if you had any sort of doctor's appointment that was scheduled early in the year, March, April, May, somewhere in there, they called you and said, well, based on COVID, uh, we're only taking emergency uh, step-ins or whatever, so we're going to have to postpone or do this or do that. They all did that. So you hold on to it, you put it in your phone, but instead they want you to keep this vaccination card around. It just seems a little outdated. Uh, I guess that's the way they want to do this sort of thing. And I've I've said this before. I really don't have any hesitation take, taking the shot. But when you start to add in paperwork like this, like you have to hold on to it like it's your papers. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that now. I'm starting to reverse course. <laughs> no, I'll still get the vaccine. It says the cards will include each vaccination kit. Uh, is in, uh, Excuse me. These cards are in each vaccination kit, which also includes a needle, syringe, mask, and alcohol wipes. Um, officials have said the first round of vaccines could begin as early as December 15th, which is super soon. That's a week from Tuesday. If the Pfizer vaccines approved by the FDA this upcoming week, and you can find the story at KMOX.com. So what are your thoughts on holding on to this bad boy? Are you starting to become more concerned with the way this is rolling out? Or is it, do you just think, okay, it's just for convenience sake. That's just what they have to do. They feel like this is the best way to handle this. Hold on to it. It's kind of weird. Do you think there'd be some sort of what, what, what's going to happen? Maybe they thought this was a little bit better than universal vaccine database <laughs> where they have to do that. And then again, you hold on to this car and you take it into your doctor next time around. They check this off. There's going to be a market for fraudulent vaccine cards. Uh, just I don't know. It, it, think about this. You're here in St. Louis. You can't even get people to put in the plates on their car. How many times have you been on the 70, 64, whatever, 170, 270? anywhere you're driving along and you see a car with either no plates or temporary plates, blah, 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 flapping in the wind, blah, 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 blah. You see it all the time. I mean, if you can't even get people to register their vehicle, you think you're going to get them to do the vaccine this way and hold on to the papers and do all these things. I don't, it's just another tracking thing that I think that a lot of people are skeptical of. They don't like this idea, but it's even worse is a suggestion from a former representative, former Democratic congressman from Maryland, John Delaney. Now, he also ran for president, if I remember correctly. Good old John Delaney. Um, always kind of looked like he was odd, like he was, oh, I don't know what's going on here. Like he always had this sort of look on his face that he was a little bit just slightly confused. But he knew he was supposed to be there, just not exactly what to say next. And he had a plan. And he said, you know, if we're always talking about these stimulus checks you want, everybody wants a stimulus check. That's what they're saying. So here's the question. Um, they, rep they recommended this idea. We'll give you a stimulus check. We'll make it $1,500. This will be great. 
but you got to get your vaccine first. Get the vaccine, you get the check. That's how it goes. Do you think that's a good idea? Do you think this is the way to incentivize it properly? 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120 is the phone number you can reach the show. I definitely have some major concerns, and this is definitely a problem. He says that we'll get it out faster. The vaccine will be distributed much quicker because people will have the incentive to get their stimulus check that way. You know, remember when this whole stimulus check started coming down and people were wondering, Okay, do people in prisons get these things, right? Because they're not really affected by COVID-19. They're in a jail cell and everything's taken care of them by the state anyway. Do they actually deserve to get this uh, stimulus check? Because ultimately, what is it going to do? I mean, what what's a prisoner inside a jail going to do with this uh, cash? And it was challenged in court. And the court said, well, the way the law was written, they get the check. You know, it was just written this way and that's it. Done, period. So that's just the way it goes. Now, I think that if you're going to give it out and the intention is to give them out to people, you can't put speculation or a stipulation on it that you got to do certain things first. Either it's for all Americans or it's not. And there's a lot of other questions about how would you even opt out of the vaccine? And then what you're just going to say, well, you don't actually need stimulus then. The, the idea is that everyone needs it. Uh, what are you going to do for businesses to just say, oh, we're not going to give it to the business owner unless they get it next or blah, 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 whatever it is. But it says the last stimulus checks were sent out uh, starting in March. And it's been a little while since we've seen that there's been some debate and there could be an update to that this week. But this is what concerns me about it. And I, I think the bigger thought of trying to put and pin a stimulus check on to getting a vaccine is government overreach, abuse. It's really what you see when you get far left control of healthcare or anything like this. These are all types of uh, issues that you should be looking at whenever someone says they need universal basic healthcare or Medicare, Medicaid for all, and the government will take care of everything and there'll be no problems in the world and we can all hold hands because the government will be your provider and will be your parents and it'll, <laughs> it'll be your everything. The government will be your God. I mean, they'll still make a push for that too, that you must worship them in order to get your benefits. But think of it this way, like a, a universal healthcare situation. Should the government really be able to withhold benefits to you unless what you, you do exactly what they require with your medical care, even if you disagree with it? So let's say the government says things are getting too bad. We're going to ban smoking. And if you don't ban smoking, we're not going to give you healthcare. Or let's say... Um, anything, uh, drinking. Oh boy. How about this? Alcohol, terrible idea. Hurts your system. You make bad decisions. Thus, if you want to get government health care, you're going to have to give up alcohol. Or what if it says things like, well, you're around the wrong group of people. It's so bad. You know, every time you, you get around someone that's also around uh, drinking, like a bar, they, you make bad decisions. They make bad decisions. So we're going to Get rid of your health care, even if you're around the wrong people. Now, this may sound silly and stupid, but this is what they do in China. <laughs> That's what they do. This is what they, they try to pull benefits from the government in order for you to be more obedient to the government. This is scary. This is sad. This is something you got to get away from. This is something you shouldn't put up with. So ideas like this should raise major red flags. Uh, let's go to Dean, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. This is the first time I've listened to your show. I happen to just 
have the chief came on, and then I thought I'm going to call him. Thank you for bringing the chief, by the way. <laughs> here on KMOX, sure. Yeah, covering it here. Yeah, that's an excellent idea. But I don't think that's a good idea because that's bribing the people. There's ways that the government has bribed people, I guess I can say. Um, but we're talking about health care in this sense, and we're talking about stimulus on the same time. It should just really raise a flag that what is the, the ultimate goal of the government? If the ultimate goal is to have full control over your life, yeah, like they want you to hand your life over to them. That's a bad idea. That's control. Yeah, that's what they want. Okay, 100% thanks. control. Yeah, thanks. You have a good evening, okay? Thanks. You too, Dean. Thanks. We're catching the football game tonight, hanging around. So is the idea just to submit all to the government in order for them to make your health care decisions for you or you'll lose the benefit altogether? Would it be like, well, let's see, you skipped your dentist appointment, so I guess we're not going to cover your whatever, fill in the blank. You know, that's if the government was taking care of it altogether. So the more the government says they're doing it for you, ultimately— you're just giving more control back to the government in order to use that and abuse it against you. Don't doubt that would happen at all. 314-436-7900. I hope this uh, idea is universally panned. I hope you dislike it as well. Delaney's proposal will face some serious hurdles, given that I don't even think he's in government right now. Yeah, he's a former congressman. So what are they going to do? Well, yeah, let's listen to Delaney. <laughs> no, thanks. I think I'll take a pass. And where is stimulus at right now? Because some people are wondering. And we could actually see a proposal as early tomorrow on that skinny proposal, the one that Mitch McConnell doesn't have that much faith in. So what's going to happen next? We'll find out. This is Overnight America. Okay. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. M.O.X. Wow, looking at opening day. Isn't that something? Yeah, it's a weird position that all sports have been in. I saw that the NBA is getting ready to reboot here pretty soon, too, and NHL is trying to figure out what they're doing. It's really amazing. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. Text message that said, but some inmates are only an inmate for a week, so some would deserve the money. Sure. Well, that's the thing. The way that the stimulus bill was written, it was meant for all legal people, right? It's meant for people that legally were able to claim that they filed for taxes as a, you know, independent, or if they were a dependent, they're on your parents or whatever it was. For the most part, they spelled all these things out. They did not exclude prisoners. And that's why they were able to do that. So in this case, you're going to exclude people that don't want to, or cannot, or are unable to take the uh, vaccine. And then again, what does the demand go to all of a sudden where now everyone's rushing to, to try to get it to even if they um, so like, what's the point there? But ultimately, the point would be if you are trying to set up the government to take care of all your health care needs, then, boy, you are looking in the wrong place for guidance on these things. Maybe government's not the right place for you to be looking to. So let's look at a couple of other things here. Uh, Democratic senator says the COVID-19 stimulus proposal could come as early as tomorrow, tomorrow being on Monday. Now, part of this proposal was what the they say the quote-unquote bipartisan package, the $908 billion price tag. There's even um, Josh Hawley here in Missouri, I think if I read this correctly, said that he would not vote for a package that does not include a individual portion to it. And even Mr. Wonderful out of Canada, Mr. Wonderful's on that show Shark Tank. He's the, the Kevin O'Leary. He sits in the middle, the bald dude. And one of the more ruthless ones looked at. But he's looked at this and said, the only thing you should be doing in stimulus is individual. You shouldn't even bother with businesses. It's the risk they pay uh, for opening up a business. Now, that's pretty heartless. But when we're here in the United States, here in Canada, it's not the fault of the business that the government forced them to close down or in the county or whatever. Not good. They were put into a pretty bad situation. So obviously there needs to be some consideration for them. But Democratic Senator Mark Warner of Virginia said a proposal for another coronavirus stimulus package could come as early as Monday. And this is part of the $908 billion price tag, four-month emergency relief package. It remains uncertain if Congress will vote on this package, mostly because there's going to be a lot of pressure, I think, for these congressmen to look at it and say, you know, go back to their people and say, oh, no, 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 well, we don't want to give you any individual portion of it. I, I think there's so much on the burner right now. Number one, I'm shocked that they haven't actually got a, another round of stimulus out because it seemed like that was bipartisan 
support. I think everyone really looked at it and said, "Okay, uh, Democrats, Republicans, okay, you want to do this makes you look good. Uh, People love free money. You know, obviously it's not free, but people love this sort of thing. They, you know, they were able to spend some money, get out there. It helped. So let's do it again. Now, we looked at it a second time around. We had a recovery, more or less a V-shaped recovery. And because it was a V-shaped recovery, we started to see people go back to work faster than not. This is good news. We were scared that the unemployment rates may even get up to 20%, 30%, 40%. You know, they kept saying, oh, it's going to be terrible. Everybody. Well, then it got up to what, about 15 or 16% and then started backing down, which is great news. And then kept going down. And we're finding that more positive indicators are out there. Not full recovery, but positive indicators. Stock market's doing well, investments, things like that. Um, so do we need another individual portion? Um, okay, that's a good question. I don't like the idea of driving ourselves further into debt. But in comes Joe Biden. You'll be sworn into office in January. And as Joe Biden is sworn into office, you better believe one of the first things he's going to do is try to play Santa Claus, just like President Obama did, and try to get as much money to people as possible. So I think even if they pass this $908 billion thing just for businesses, healthcare, schools, things like that, there's still going to be some sort of individual check that may be given out at the start of next year, at least a push from the Biden administration that could even see some, some a lot of support from Republicans. By the way, this is something that should have passed a long time ago. If anything, when they started the negotiations between uh, Pelosi and McConnell, what they should have done was said, OK, Pelosi, you're coming in and you're trying to put this three, four trillion dollar whatever deal together. The Republicans wanted something a lot less, you know, one to two trillion. They wanted three to four trillion. And they looked at it and they said, ah, we're, we're kind of, uh, you know, on opposite ends on this sort of thing. You want to try to add everything you possibly can add into there in, into the mix. So why don't you just pass the things you agree on? That's what the $908 billion is. It's the things you agree on. It doesn't mean you can't go back and do an individual portion if you think it's necessary. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually not sleeping on this $908 billion package. I feel like it's not a bad deal. Just a temporary thing. And if anything, you know, Joe's going to get in there and want to do something else. And there could be a direction in that sense. And who knows if that'll get held up forever, too. You might as well at least get the things you both agree on in place and do that. That's reasonable. That's that's what a reasonable Congress would do. But not reasonable, I guess, anymore. I guess we should see what this package looks like. If they pop up $908 billion and they're trying to clean the Kennedy Center carpets and drapes again, then no thanks to that. One other thing, too, I saw in the Belleville News Democrat, uh, St. Louis Children's Hospitals around the area treating adults as the St. Louis Children's Hospitals have started treating adult patients to help keep up with rising coronavirus cases. Did not expect to see this one. SSM Health, Cardinal Glennon Children's Hospital, told the Post-Dispatch that it's treating adults who don't have COVID-19 to take some pressure off of other hospitals. Isn't that something? So when you have a need, bring them in. Let's take care of them. It's kind of how you adapt to emergencies and adapt to a situation that you just find yourself uh, helpless to, you know, the spread of this virus. It's just really, I mean, you could do and you can take precautions, but people with or without masks are still going to catch this thing, period. It's just what happens. And what happens, too, is the fear of overloading hospitals. You have beds, but you have the staff for it. I guess the children's hospitals may have staff for it. It might not be the best thing, but 
it's kind of like looking at a time of war. You do everything you can to gather your resources together and work with what you got. And this seems to be a pretty practical solution there, pragmatic way, and might not be the best thing, but it works. Let's go to uh, John, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hello. Um, I've just uh, uh, been able to find out what I saw, I think, uh, over a year ago on a uh, video from um, Al Jazeera television. It was an interview in a very uh, uh, luxurious studio with uh, General uh, Michael Friend, the defense intelligence chief under uh, Trump. And I, I really was like a, a, a lightning bolt as to why they set him up with a, with a uh, perjury trap. I couldn't figure out uh, what they really had against him, and uh, it's it's amazing that because, uh, because uh, well, actually he was a defense intelligence agency uh, DIA chief, uh, I think under Obama, and he revealed that uh, the United States. CIA and the military were actually supporting, arming, and financing al-Qaeda, ISIS terrorists to attack uh, the uh, government of uh, Syria and and Libya. And he said uh, it was a willful decision. This wasn't negligence or anything along those lines. And uh, people want to look it up. Uh, I think the uh, article, which is a transcription of some of his statements on Al Jazeera Television, Defense Intel Chief uh, Michael Flynn says Obama gave willful aid to Al Qaeda. And I think this is one of those dirty uh, family secrets of the deep state that you just do not talk about. And uh, uh, there is an article that I also saw called uh, The uh, Gladio Crimes of the U.S. Empire. Glad with an IO on you. The Gladio Crimes of the U.S. Empire. And it included this as one of those uh, unspeakable uh, crimes that you'll never see on uh, uh, Fox or CNN, NPR or uh, ABC, NBC, uh, uh, because it's it's so incredibly uh, blockbuster that it uh, shows the uh, uh, falsity of this pretense of the United States government fighting war on terrorism when it's actually uh, financing the al-Qaeda terrorist uh, really going all the way back to the Mujahideen back in 1979 when, uh, 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 what was his name, the National um, NSA uh, Director uh, uh, mm. uh, Brzezinski actually started this whole program uh, of uh, financing and giving uh, the biggest CIA oper- operations and uh, uh, Stinger missiles to uh, Al Qaeda, which was then called under its alias uh, the Mujahideen, in which the, all of the American media said was uh, these wonderful freedom fighters. Uh, they were actually terrorists uh, attacking a government, a secular government in Afghanistan at the time that was um, modernizing uh, uh, Afghanistan. And w- to lure in, and Brzezinski even bragged about it in, uh, I think it was Le Bond in 2000. He thought it was such a neat idea that it gave uh, the Russians their Vietnam. They couldn't uh, win because we gave them these uh, Stinger missiles, and they had a sanctuary to run uh, for protection to the U.S. puppet ally, the military dictatorship of Pakistan. And so this was a way of bleeding 
uh, bleeding uh, Russia and uh, bring uh, and bringing them down and giving them their their Vietnam. And I think uh, since that time they've uh, changed the names periodically from ISIS to uh, Al Qaeda, Al Nusra, but they're all the same gang of uh, savage uh, head shopping terrorists mm-hmm. that the United States government has supported both partisanly, both Democrats and Republicans. And I think that uh, Flynn, in this article, Defense Intel Chief says uh, Obama gave willful aid to al-Qaeda. And he outlines how uh, on Al Jazeera television, I tried to look it up after not seeing it for a year, and it says it's no longer restricted, no longer available, and with uh, uh, obvious reasons. And I think that's why they really set up uh, Flynn, because he did a public service of the of uh, 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 revealing one of these dirty secrets of the military-industrial complex. And I I do advise people to check that. Defense Intel Chief Obama gave willful aid to al-Qaeda, but the Republicans uh, supported all of that aid. And they did the Mm -hmm. same thing when uh, Clinton uh, attacked uh, uh, Yugoslavia in Bosnia. Mm -hmm. The United States uh, sent those uh, same terrorists in in there to... uh, attacked the central uh, uh, Yugoslav government. And uh, at that time, the Republican Policy Committee uh, uh, did a study of it. They actually had the goods on Clinton, but they supported that policy Mm. of uh, attacking the Yugoslav government. So they didn't reveal that the United States was using uh, the uh, uh, al-Qaeda terrorists that it had supported uh, previously or uh, in uh, in, the Afghanistan. So I think okay. uh, there's a lot more well, right. to this that, that we know about. Very, and uh, you can yeah. read about it on globalresearch.ca if you want to know okay. more about it. We'll take a look at it, John. Thank you very much for your call. Yeah, I, Al Jazeera, whenever I see them as a source, I immediately skip past them. I will never uh, click on those links. I will definitely try to find the information somewhere else. Is Al Jazeera even on TV anymore? I don't know if they're still part of like the dish or cable, extended networks, things like that. Now, if you remember correctly, that was the outfit that purchased, um, what was the Al Gore had his own TV network? And it was like, um, you know, Al Gore TV. Oh, well, I don't even, I don't remember what it's called, but he went to go sell it because it lost a ton of money. And he ended up selling it to Al Jazeera. Now, I don't even think they lasted. I think they're out of business, at least as a TV network here in the United States. I don't think they still broadcast, but I think they still do website things. But then again, uh, it's weird whenever I see them come up as a source. (laughs) And it's weird that other people, I'm glad John monitors and watches these things. And it's interesting that they had an interview with Michael Flynn of all people too. 314-436-7900. I'm probably not alone in that sense that skips over them as a news source. It's Overnight America KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com on KMOX. And Overnight America is back with you up until 2 o'clock. And we're going to talk to our friends up in Canada next hour, which I always look forward to our time together with them. So what I wanted to do is let you know you can call in or text in at 314-436-7900. I saw this one thing pop up online 
it was a wheel of fortune. I don't know exactly what day this came up. It was probably just a maybe a week ago. But it's a very easy one. Now, if you are someone that was around or if you just have at least some knowledge in music, there was a very popular song called Under Pressure. Now, I just want you to answer to yourself, who did the song Under Pressure? Okay, answer. I'll give you a moment, almost like it's Final Jeopardy. Well, you don't even need a moment. You probably know the answer. It's the band Queen, as in Freddie Mercury, with David Bowie. Okay, that's a pretty simple one. Now, you think that pretty much everyone knows this, except for some, I guess, nerds on Wheel of Fortune. What did you think? And on the board, it says under pressure. It says blank queen and blank blank. And most of the letters are filled in for David Bowie. It's D-A blank I-D. B-O blank I. No, it's blank O blank I-E. Okay. Exactly. All right, let's take a listen. I will solve. Okay, go ahead. Under pressure by queen and David Louie. Lu- Ooh, David Louie. I love David Louie. Oh, isn't he great? I think David Louie is one of the best, but he's not the uh, right answer, okay? By Queen and David Louie. Ooh, that's a big loss. So that was Wheel of Fortune. And the keyword, the clue was the 80s. David Louie sounds like an excellent name if you're putting some sort of tribute band together. One other thing I noticed online, I might have to talk about this later, it's just how ridiculous fashion is. You know, I get made fun of for not really being that fashionable. Do I care? No, don't care at all. I think when my wife dresses me based on some of the clothes that she's been able to salvage for me, on a scale of one to 10, I might be a six to six and a half in the way I dress. So I'm not like a one or two. One or two would be me showing up with Wonder Bread bags over my feet instead of shoes and possibly the biggest holes you've ever seen inside of my jeans. Well, apparently that may actually be considered high fashion anymore because on the website nordstromrack.com, now I don't know much about them other than they have overpriced clothing on this website. They have two different shirts by a company called Burberry, B-U-R-B-E-R-R-Y. One is a white t-shirt and it has holes on each front end of the sleeve. So most of the arm is exposed. It looks like just giant intentional holes are cut into it. And on the front of this white shirt, it says the word cow. And on the other side of the shirt, it's a little picture of a baby deer. And that's it. That's the white shirt. And on the back, there's it says something, but I'm not bothering trying to squint to read this thing. On the other side, there's a black shirt. Instead of having the holes in the arms, the holes are right over the chest, exposing the guy's nipples. And there's the model standing there. It is so weird. For a shirt like this, they're asking $289 on sale. This is originally a $590 shirt, $289. Ridiculous. I don't understand fashion. This is Overnight America, KMOX. 
All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.